Hi, and welcome to 3CR. My name is Emma Russell. I'm your host for part two of the Homes Not Prisons radio series. We're broadcasting from the land of the Wondery people of the Kulin Nation. I pay my respects to Wondery elders past and present for their ongoing care and custodianship of this unceded land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Stay tuned for a journey into the Homes Not Prisons campaign. What do we want? Homes Not Prisons! When do we want it? Now! What do we want? Homes Not Prisons! When do we want it? Now! What do we want? Homes Not Prisons! When do we want it? Now! Homes Not Prisons is a campaign that was established in Melbourne in March 2021 to stop the expansion of the maximum security women's prison, the Dame Phyllis Frost Centre, located in Melbourne's outer western suburbs. The campaign is calling for the funding slated for new prison beds to be diverted to public housing and Aboriginal community-controlled housing. On Friday 21st of October 2022, Homes Not Prisons held a public rally Hundreds of people gathered on the steps of Parliament House in Melbourne's CBD one month before the upcoming state election to demand action to address the twin crises of incarceration and housing in this state. People gathered to demand that the state fix Victoria's draconian bail laws, fund more community support, not more police, stop Aboriginal deaths in custody, stop child removals, stop demolishing public housing, Stop caging kids and support Aboriginal community control. What do we want? Homes not prisons! When do we want it? Now! In part one of the Homes Not Prisons radio series hosted by 3CR, you heard the speeches made by fierce activists and advocates at the rally that aimed to inspire people to build and join coalitions against prison and police expansion and fight instead for real measures of community safety, security and well-being. Today, in part two of the series, you'll hear from a range of people that attended and organised the rally. Armed with a portable audio recorder, I asked people why they were there and why they were fighting for homes, not prisons. What do we want? Homes, not prisons! When do we want it? Now! First, you'll hear from Wurundjeri elder Auntie Diane Kerr about why she was there that day. Then you'll hear from Georgina, who travelled from the Northern Territory to speak at the rally on behalf of the Close Dondale Now campaign and the Aranda elders of Central Australia. I also spoke to Sarah Schwartz from the Victorian Aboriginal Legal Service. And you'll hear from Sarah why Vals 2 are calling for homes, not prisons. Um, two things, well, probably more, but um, it, this is my country and I've been asked to do the Welcome to Country, which is um, very important, when, especially when there's rallies, because a lot of people don't ask for that. They don't sort of get permission to, to rally on country, which is not very good. Also, I support a lot of uh, people in prisons and I'm very angry with the way 
we overrated, particularly Aboriginal people, in the prisons. And, you know, a lot of... At the moment, a lot of women are in prisons and they're just on fines, you know, or, or they're on remand. Same with the men, they're on remand. And they shouldn't be there. They shouldn't be there. And there's, they're bringing trauma and um, a lot of sadness to families. And it's important that, you know, you look at this way because it's the same with the mental health issues when they had those horrible places they sent people to and my aunt was one of them, into the asylum. And it's not necessary. There are other ways to do things. And a lot of um, countries don't do that. A lot of countries don't look at the health and well-being of our people. And it's very, that is the most prominent thing we need to do, is look at that. So that's why I'm here. So I'm Georgina Gartland. I'm with the group Concerned Australians. And today I'm with the group closed on down now and the Aranda elders from Northern Territory. And these groups are really really just so grateful for this rally organised, I think it was by home, um, Homes Not Prisons, to for us to have a space during this National Week and Day of Action. So this is why we're here and uh, the Nanas have sent me a statement down to read. I've been with the Nanas now in Darwin for eight weeks and protesting outside Dondale Youth Detention Centre, which is absolutely horrendous. That centre should have closed years ago after the 2016-17 Royal Commission. Uh, It's still open. Regressive and quite draconian laws were passed last year, which may, has made the situation so much worse. And so, like in June, the Children's Commissioner in June this year said that there had been a 500% increase in self harm at that Dondale Centre. It's absolutely horrendous with what's happening there. Uh, when we were protesting there um, on the Friday, we protest every Friday. Just a couple of weeks ago, another ambulance came in, and we cringe because we don't know how long it will be before a child actually passes. But that, 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 that the, the, the prison system, the, 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 the fact that nanas are completely ignored when they've got the wisdom, we heard only died, they've got the solutions all across Australia. So we're really grateful to be here, to be, a, and I'm really grateful, well, I'm feeling very humbled to be reading this statement out on behalf of the nanas from Closed On Now movement in Darwin and also the Aranda, Elder Central Australia. I'm Sarah, I'm from the Victorian Aboriginal Legal Service and we are here because um, prisons are killing Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in custody and we want to see um, an end to um, Aboriginal deaths in custody and a closing down of prisons in Victoria. That was Sarah Schwartz from Victorian Aboriginal Legal Service at the Homes Not Prisons Rally on 21st of October 2022. At the start of the rally, I asked various attendees why they showed up that day to demand funding for Homes Not Prisons. Next, you'll hear from Belinda and Monique, Keegan from the Renters and Housing Union and Coco. What do we want? Homes Not Prisons! Um, I'm here because I think that putting money into prisons when we really need homes and social services is just ridiculous, beyond words. Yeah, and I think I've been so disturbed at how much money has been going into police and prisons recently. Like, it's always felt like that was a priority, but just seeing the figures of how much um, 
you know, really important services have been defunded and how much money has been put aside specifically for the growth of the prison system. I'm here as part of the Renters and Housing Union uh, contingent supporting the protest with Homes Not Prison. Uh, we're keen for the government to stop pouring money into prisons uh, and the criminal justice system as a punitive sort of structure and start pouring it into housing, which we know actually as, you know, if we go into purely cynical terms, as a return on investment socially and economically, so much more effective than just putting people into prisons that ruins lives and sinks money down the drain. Hi there, uh, my name is Coca Crocker and I attended this rally because it is absolutely necessary to support the voices of those who experience structural violence, not just for moral reasons but also for reasons of logic in that structural violence directly impacts individuals and it also impacts the health of our communities as a whole. So that's why I'm here. What do we want? That was Coco at the Homes Not Prisons rally. During the rally, I managed to steal a moment with Nina Story, a key organiser and steering group member in Homes Not Prisons. Nina reflects on the rally as an MC and how, for her, a highlight was a chance meeting with two other women with lived experience of homelessness and criminalisation. After Nina, you'll hear from these two women, Chantelle and Latoya. What do we want? Homes Not Prisons! Um, my name's Nina, I am a steering group member of the Homes Not Prisons campaign and I was thrown into emceeing today last minute which was nerve-wracking but really, really good. It was such a great vibe and um, really had to emotionally pull myself together after Vicky Roach's speech even though she wasn't here, like just the words that she said and really diving into her personal story made me really f- reflect on my own and just brought back some really horrific memories um and you know and just highlighted that that's the experience of criminalized women um but it was a really really great time what did you want to achieve today um i guess just a little bit more of community awareness and like i said in the speech that i did just to stand strong and stand together rebuilding relationships and connecting with others that are doing um similar work and i've actually just connected with two um criminalized women that have were here for the same, exactly the same reason, had exactly the same slogan written on their banner, but had no idea that we were going to be here. And I just thought, you know, that's just that was just meant to be. <laughs> My name's Chantel. I'm, I'm here because I'm homeless, and I've been homeless for quite a few years due to being being bullied back in South Australia from the cops and. Yes, and I'm here to protest for the homeless because I think it's ridiculous. Um, there's that many vacant homes out there that are just sitting there and this many homeless people with no homes. It's like, what's going on? Come on. We can all have a home and, you know, all live. <laughs> you know, yeah, so I'm here to hopefully... Turn that around and get people under roofs. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And I'm all the way from South Australia. <laughs> Hi, name. My name's Latoya. They call me Skits on the streets, and um, I plan on helping the young ones off the street. Um, 
it's just ridiculous. All the older ones are setting a bad example for them and they need someone to set the right way. I've been into prison before for something I didn't do and it's, it's not fun. You know, they, it, it, they think it's fun being gangster on the street. It's not. You know, so I plan on getting all the criminals that, are, that don't want to live that life anymore and get them all together and take the young ones off the street, give them something to look up to. You're going to listen to a criminal before you can listen to anyone else, you know what I mean? So, that's what I plan on doing. Awesome. Is that, is that how you ended up here today? Yeah, it just happens that these guys were here at the same time, so... We're going to stay up here tonight and kind of do a little sleepover, like as if we're kids, get our blankets and just stay here tonight, so... Sit here and listen to music and talk like we're teenagers again. You know. Awesome. So... That was LaToya at the Homes Not Prisons rally in Melbourne on 21st October 2022. Next up, we have a track from Barker. This is Black Matriarchy. There's a language warning on this one, so turn that dial down for the next three minutes if that's likely to offend. But stay tuned for more on the fight for Homes Not Prisons. My black mining from the dream time I go back They commit a genocide through my tracks They raped our mothers less than my black They bought the violence when they attacked I ain't here to start trouble, I'm just here to state facts You can't paint me how you wanna paint cracks And I'm tied to my mob, got my mob on my back <sighs> Waratahs are covered in blood Whitewashing our history to cover it up all in the pudding cause this nation couldn't give a fuck about us we survive unseated undivided our people stay fighting cause the flame is ignited we stay righteous we cannot be silenced cause silence is violence the reason we're divided and they choose not to digest the truth instead they just go ahead and delude our youth only love the system cause it just suits you give a fuck about the law yeah i'd rather grassroots black to the bone black to the busy mob on my back yeah they all rock with me barker in my blood that river flow through me i'm matriarchy all bloodline 120 black this for the black matriarchs. This for my sisters who lived in the dark. This for my sisters who carry our past on their shoulders. This is for black matriarchs. This is for all of our women. This is for all of our children. Couldn't care less about the monarch. I'ma set fire to the kingdom. I'm coming for them. More hail to black matriarchs. I'm the pain and the proof. The history that lays out the truth. And they couldn't walk a mile in our shoes. Tell us to go bush when they all introduce. Fuck it. We've been here for too long. Matriarchy blood, yeah, been built strong. Songlines deep, yeah, got me singing songs. Cause I can't forget where I came from. Barkinji country, Mungo man. Pass it to my kids, tell them this your land. I came from the dirt, go back in red sand. There's a river, uncle, I'm proud of who I am. Creator, created me tough. And I'm calling out all your bluffs Saying the past is all in the past Well that dark past still lives in my mum I stay radical, I know the truth Couldn't kill my ancestors, I'm the proof I know I still got some screws loose But my third eye's open and I'm looking right through Looking at you, Nunku right here Gonna do what it do, so my little black seeds Ain't gonna prove shit to you Not just sent me, gone bud, what do? 3% me, hold it down for a few This for the black matriarchs This for my sisters who lived in the dark This for my sisters who carry our past on their shoulders this is for black matriarchs, this is for all of our women, this is for all of our children, couldn't care less about the monarch, I'ma set fire to the kingdom, I'm coming for them, more hell to black matriarchs. You know, I have a culture, I am a cultured person, don't try and suppress me, and don't call me a problem, I have never left my country, I am not the problem. 
You're tuned in to 3CR, and we're exploring why people are fighting for homes, not prisons, in part two of the radio series focused on the Melbourne-based campaign. At the rally on the 21st of October, I spoke to some of the activists involved in organising. Why did they want to bring people together to fight for homes, not prisons? What are the challenges that the campaign faces? And why is organising through a prison abolitionist framework inspiring for them? You'll hear from Gabby Franich, Julia and Karen Fletcher. First up, it's Gabby. So organising the rally has been a really inspiring exercise despite the weather obstacles that we faced um, last week. Uh, It's been really amazing just to see how many people have come out and wanted to be a part of um, building, you know, community with Homes Not Prisons and creating, you know, being part of creating the kind of state that actually treats everyone fairly and supports people who might be experiencing poverty and homelessness and criminalisation. I think as prison abolitionists, we are very frustrated a lot of the time. It often feels like we are shouting into the void or running up against a brick wall. But being part of Homes Not Prisons has really flipped that for me because it's just really beautiful to see so many people and to have the great privilege of working with so many people who see abolition as a building project um, and that for us it's about yeah building the kind of Victoria that we all want to be part of that supports our fellow community members. So I have been very deep down the abolitionist rabbit hole for some years now. Um, I used to live in the States and I moved to Melbourne um, at the beginning of 2021. The United States was an amazing hotbed of um, abolitionist activism and you have amazing people like Marion Carver, um, interrupt criminalization, you know, just like full of, like Ruth Wilson Gilmore, like full of these wonderful people. And um, when I moved here, I knew that I wanted to get involved in Um, abolitionist activism that was as grassroots as possible and I heard about um, Homes Not Prisons through a random connection and connection and connection and I just started sort of going along to the meetings and I loved that it was run and organised and led by the steering group that's all full of people who have lived experience of incarceration um, and First Nations people and I felt like that is the most important thing to show up and be there for the people that are at the front line of experiencing the effects of the prison industrial complex and to be led by them and to just do what I can to support. Uh, and I sort of see that as part of my consciousness as a, as a settler, as a colonial settler in this colonised land. It's the way that I can see helping and making a contribution. I, I, I guess I could go on and say that I'm for like harm minimisation and sort of really see abolition in... Um, prison abolition as a really important part of how you make communities safer because we know evidence showed us uh, lived experience uh, voices have shown us like prisons do not heal they don't make it safer for anyone they uh, only traumatize more and um, for myself as a as a social work student I think right actually getting to the root of uh, problems in society and like targeting healing and um, safety in a proper sort of from the ground up way is the only way that we're going to get anywhere in society. What do we want? Homes, not prisons! When do we want it? Now! 
My name is Karen Fletcher and I'm the Executive Officer at Flat Out, which is a support and advocacy service for women, trans and gender diverse people coming out of prison. And I'm also an activist in the Homes Not Prisons campaign. And I'm here because I'm supporting the Homes Not Prisons campaign. How was the rally today? I was really thrilled. I mean, the quality of the speakers was really extraordinary, I think, and unusual. And these are voices that haven't been heard that much. Um, They've got so much to say and it's so rich and valuable and it points in such a wonderful direction in terms of stopping the kind of misery that's created within prisons. Uh, Yeah, I feel like this is just the beginning. I think that this campaign has got a lot of potential to get support. What's the next challenge, you think, for the campaign? I think the key challenge is probably drawing in other organisations in collaboration across the city and across the state and then hopefully across the country. I mean, we've already had a couple of queries to the campaign about whether the Homes Not Prisons slogan and um, ideas could be used in other states. Uh, So it'd be great to start those conversations. It's important to the Homes Not Prisons group that that goes... What goes with that is the values of the group, which is leadership by people with lived experience um, and nothing that supports prison expansion or police expansion... um, everything for decarceration and and for community building. Um, So, yeah, having a sort of a positive uh, campaigning attitude to creating the kind of safety and peace that people really deserve. That was Karen Fletcher at the Homes Not Prisons rally. As the speeches wrapped up and people slowly started to disperse, I caught a few more people on the mic. Selena and Rosie talk about why they showed up and so does Caitlin. Lastly, Jack speaks about the importance of centering the voices of those most impacted by the carceral state in movements that seek to dismantle it. Jack also describes the rally visually for 3CR listeners. First up is Selena. Hi, so I'm Selena. I run workshops where we facilitate discussions talking about prison abolition, reform, what the alternatives are, specifically bail law in Victoria right now. Um, I'm here at Homes Not Prisons because I think it's super important that we start demanding from the government to stop investing in prisons and the police. We know it doesn't work, everyone knows it doesn't, and the consequences we have are absolutely atrocious and it's time to just put money back into communities and people and homes, you know, just basic needs that we know work. It's just, yeah, yeah, the time is just to stop it, really. (laughs) So that's why I'm here, and just to meet other people on the same buzz and hopefully keep building momentum. Amazing. My name's Rosie. I'm a prison lawyer on the Prison Advocacy Program at Fitzroy Legal Service. I'm here at Homes Not Prisons because it's a vital grassroots campaign really capturing the, the essence of abolition in my view in that it's not investing in prisons and the criminal legal system but it's about putting money and trust back into the community where real results happen and also where where trust and love is the most important important element for change and growth in our society and yeah it's about recreating and imagining a different world really and so this way this campaign is is really important and really unique in that it is brave in what it does 
Hello, I'm Caitlin. I used to work for Flat Out as an outreach support and advocacy worker and I've left there now to go and do other social work roles but I'm always with Flat Out because Flat Out um, and the work that Flat Out does and Homes Not Prisons, it stays with everyone until we um, get jails closed down. Uh, what did you think of the rally today? It was really good. I thought there were lots of people. The banners are fantastic. I think people know how to do a good banner and a good, um, um, you know, beautiful art and that sort of thing. Wonderful speakers. Incredibly um, generous with the stories that they told, but that makes it, um, that generosity, it um, gets people understanding the issue. And I think the last, you know, the last few years... Um, the public awareness of this issue has just grown heaps and it's fantastic and I saw people um, like going to walk past the crowd and then just stop and listen and they were there sort of 10 minutes later just sitting on the steps listening Uh, reckon they know something about it from the Black Lives Matter movement or you know the inquiries so I reckon you know in the news I just think it's it's um we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. The public is becoming aware. And that's all it is because it's so obvious that prisons and the money put into policing and who that targets is way better spent on those people actually helping them recover from trauma and give them the basics, just the basics in life, as well as a bit of, um, bit of love and care. So my name's Jack and I am really stoked to have been here seeing like really underrepresented voices that don't often get their stories told, getting to tell their own stories in their own words. Um, A lot of the time I think that in conversations, especially around people that are incarcerated, people will get talked about and they don't get to talk for themselves. So that was really impressive. Um, And I thought it was really beautiful at the end of the action to have a pile of boxes looking like prisons with bars and with people holding the bars on the inside get knocked down and then turned around and rebuilt into homes. It was lovely and really symbolic and it's very uh, hopeful to see. That was Jack at the Homes Not Prisons rally in Melbourne on 21st of October 2022. You're tuned into 3CR and I'm Emma, your host for part two of the radio series focused on the Homes Not Prisons campaign. What do we want? Homes Not Prisons! When do we want it? Now! What do we want? Homes Not Prisons! When do we want it? Now! What do we want? Homes Not Prisons! When do we want it? Now! There were several key people who were sadly missing from the rally, and one of those was Sara Stilianos, a staunch activist and advocate for systemic change and founding member of the Homes Not Prisons campaign. Way caught up with Sara yesterday and asked her why the campaign is so important and why she's passionate about it. Let's hear from Sara now. Hi, I'm Sara, and I'm involved in the Homes Not Prisons campaign. I've been a steering group member for the past year and a half Uh, We started in March 2021. Um, I got involved because I am a lived experience woman of incarceration and criminalisation and also homelessness and I have a passion around really creating systemic change and really starting to see community responses, not carceral responses to disadvantage in the community. 
I think, um, you know, ensuring that, you know, housing is accessible, affordable, like very affordable, not affordable as in for low income earners and on the um, national affordability scheme, but affordable in regards to people can still afford to pay their bills, afford to shop, afford to save. Um, and the price of living in a, in a house isn't continuing the cycle of further exacerbating poverty. I also feel that, um, you know, if housing options were available that allowed for security, you know, and that were permanent housing options would be viable and completely necessary to help reduce um, numbers of people being incarcerated. And then you wouldn't need to keep building prisons. No, we shouldn't be building prisons, we should be building homes. It needs to be recognised that there is a massive housing gap. You know, that would really reduce incarceration rates if housing infrastructure was actually available and it was available to our disadvantaged communities and not just to people who are working class, but also to people who are living and receiving, you know, income below the poverty line and allowing allowing housing to be developed um, to meet the needs of the people who, you know, are struggling and have that wraparound community response and resources attached to it. Yeah, we don't need to keep doing what we've always done. You know, what we've always done has continued to, to leave people further traumatised and, and broken. You know, we need to really completely overhaul, you know, the systems that, are, that we're currently living within and um, really start making, creating a new world. And why are you staying involved in this campaign? Um, because it's a passion of mine. You know, I have an extensive history of homelessness. It was also a link to my own, my own experiences and journey within the criminal justice system. You know, starting off very young being homeless from the age of 14 to 28, recurring. So I feel really passionate about this and really passionate around the fact that, you know, you can't thrive without a home. You know, a roof over your head isn't enough. A home is the baseline. That was Sarah Stilianos from Homes Not Prisons. You've been listening to the second part of the Homes Not Prisons radio series on 3CR Community Radio. Today I've been your host, Emma Russell. Tune in next week for part three and follow campaign updates on Twitter at HMP Coalition or at 3CR, or search Homes Not Prisons on Instagram or Facebook. To take us out, here's a track from Jess War. This is Waves, and there's another language warning on this one. Yeah. I've been going through shit like all week. Say I'm over red, but I don't sleep. Still got clean ticks on my Kofi. Say you know me, that's the old me. We ain't got numb for my Bendy. Girl tastes sweet like candy. Name on a foot like Andy. I don't play with these girls, they scare me. And that's it, that's the real drip. Baby, when I house is a kids, yeah, that's it, that's the real drip. Baby, when I house, that's big, yeah, that's it, that's the real drip. Girl, wanna tell me how it is, yeah, that's it, that's some real shit. Tryna make my name real big. In the back of my head real low, I sit there in my darkness. I'm missing people that shiny and gold, but that's so it's too heartless. My heart big, I see the pain in your eyes, I love you regardless. Keep that head on my darling, when you see it, I know you feel calmness. Crush it up, feel no pain Cuts on my lips, that's the old me Think about the shit that we've been through 
trying to get some to get into. Let my soul down, it's your mental. Still trying to see what I hit to. Think about the things we got into. Think about the things we got into. Let's go. That's karma. Trying to live life way harder. Trying to set this life on fire. Trying to see why I make it harder. Let's go. It's simple. Trying to catch a vibe and I'm trying to cut loose. Almost had me hanging, but I cut that bitch loose. Living every day so the day I don't lose. In the back of my head real low, I sit there in my darkness. I'm missing people that shiny and gold, but that's so it's too heartless. My heart big, I see the pain in your eyes, I love you regardless. Keep that head on my darling, when you see it, I know you feel calmness. Twenty Years on the Inside is an iconic new podcast series that gives voice to the experience of First Nations people in the Victorian prison system. Twenty Years on the Inside. I'm Vicky Roach, and I'm Kutcher Edwards. This series reflects on twenty years of listening to our mobs on the inside, as part of the Beyond the Bars prison broadcasts. 20 Years on the Inside is essential listening for anyone looking to educate themselves about the realities of life on the inside and the need to end Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander incarceration. Well, a lot of the boys mentioned about being in jail. What you do really isn't who you are. You know, it's how you love your family, it's how you care about your cousins, and it's how you care about your people. That's what, that's what this is about for me. Catch the podcast via the 3CR website or on your favourite podcast app. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.